0: how are you doing pretty good doing pretty good it's starting to get back into the uh flow of things this morning so
1: nice
0: yeah um <laughs> but yeah it, it's been a it's been a morning already so it's all right though um how long have
1: y'all been going this morning
0: uh you're actually my second podcast so it's not oh, that long cool. but it's j- j- just trying to get myself back into it and uh Cause I went for like 14 hours yesterday. So it was oh. like, I went and took a nap and I woke up and I'm like, man, everything hurts. I need to get myself moving again. So, yeah. But, um, so I'm glad to have you here. Glad to chat a little bit. Um, for the people that are just uh, inter- uh, getting to know you or seeing you for the first time, you kind of tell them who you are, uh, what, what introduced you to music and like kind of your origin story.
1: Sure. So um, my name is Kristen Ball. Um, I am, I've been calling myself a pop rock artist, but really it's kind of like trippy rock. Um, I'm out in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I moved here, man, I moved here 14 years ago and have just been doing the music thing. And Let's see, my origin story was that I wanted to be a cartoonist when I was little. Um, I actually wanted to draw for the Sonic, the Hedgehog comic books, like that was like my dream. Mm -hmm. But then um, I discovered the guitar and the guitar just kind of took over. And uh, my grandpa actually taught me my first few chords. And, um, And then the rest is history. Like I started writing songs in high school, and um just really found solace in that and just and just writing and and also performing. And um and then moved to Nashville um in my twenties and here I am.
0: <laughs> how how are you like in Nashville?
1: I love it. You know, it's changed a lot since I've moved here, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's just a really, um, just a really amazing place. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I, I I tell a lot of people, you know, that are visiting from out of town. I'm like, this is my favorite city in the world. And um, I feel like I can say that because I've lived here for 14 years now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just really, really love it. And um, it's, I feel like it's a great place to be for, um, music and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I moved here for sure.
0: Awesome. And where did you uh, move from again?
1: So I moved from, um, well, at the time I was living in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that's where I went to college, but I grew up in Virginia.
0: Okay. So you, you, you kind of made a giant change. Oh, well, no, I guess Virginia to Nashville, isn't that big of a change. Is it?
1: It was for me because I came, I came from, um kind of a smaller town i mean it felt like a smaller town than here and so it felt like it felt like a big leap for me even though it wasn't um it wasn't like you know some people move from like you know the east coast to california and um that's that's a whole different thing
0: gotcha gotcha Um, so where are you kind of at creatively right now? I know you just released a new single not too long ago. Yeah. Um, what's, let's talk about that for a second. What's the uh, story behind the new single?
1: So, um, so invisible. Um, so I actually wrote the music for it. Um, I was on vacation with my mom and, um, it was, it was years ago and I had just gotten into the Beatles Mm -hmm. and I was just like really inspired by um just their eclecticness <laughs> and um I really was just like camping out on that song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds like mm-hmm. I loved like the imagery from it and um and so I was just messing around on my guitar and um I had just started also to get into Led Zeppelin and like I, I'm a big fan of Led Zeppelin 3 and um, like the more acoustic based um stuff where yeah. Jimmy Page does all those alternate tunings and so I was like, just messing around with like, you know, tuning my guitar to to different places. And I got to open C and um, I just started messing around. That's really where a lot of my songs come from. Honestly, it's just me messing around on the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just, it's crazy. Like all that, the music, like the chord structure came in um, that chorus and the bridge kind of came all at one time. And um and yeah and then my friend lee holland like who produced the song like we um he helped me originally you know the the lyrics were just um kind of odd (laughs) at that point like i i had a, a really weird lyric in there at one point i was like like a sunset flavored symphony and um which is just you know just super trippy and so he helped me rewrite um quite a bit of the lyrics and um and then we recorded the song um he played most of the instruments on it like i played acoustic guitar and of course sang um but but he did like you know the drums and um he did the synth bass and the percussion and um we had i was super honored to have um ethan ballinger play electric and then um anyway like just a slew of um other people did play on it as well of Mm -hmm. course but Um, the producer played most of the instruments and was really like the brainchild behind the sound of the song. And um, I'm just so happy with it. And, um, you know, I I love getting to do that song with a band Mm -hmm. live, but I also love to do it in, um, like, I've been doing a lot of writer's in Nashville Mm -hmm. and it just like really always throws people for a loop because um the song is just you know super trippy it's in an alternate tuning and it's just like I mean it's rock and roll and um it's it's cool to like see people's reactions like oh (laughs) I wasn't expecting this from um from this girl but um but yeah I love the song um so much. It, um, it was my first song to ever get on a, like an editorial playlist. It got on an Amazon, um, editorial playlist. And I'm, I'm so very thankful for that. That was my first time ever to, um, to do that. And that's kind of like a rite of passage for, Mm. you know, a music artist. And it's like, that's something that, that looking into next year, I hope I have a lot of music actually that I've recorded, that's ready to go for next year. And so, um, I'm hoping that, um, the editorial playlist folks will <laughs> shine favor on me once more, but, um, but yeah, I'm, um, I was super happy to get that out this year and, um, I'm looking forward to next year getting to release the rest of, um, this stuff I've got up my sleeve.
0: And is the, uh, thought to put it as an album or just continually doing singles for right now?
1: So I'm doing everything as singles and then what I'll do is um, at the very end, I think there's like seven songs, like all I'll have them in an, an album or like an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure like whether I want to print CDs or not. Like I, I love the old school, like printing CDs, but I'm like, do people buy those anymore? I don't know. Um, but I mean, yeah, but but I might um, I will at least like have it as an EP on on Spotify and all that.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things as far as printing CDs and stuff where people like, I feel like people would buy the CDs, but there's really not like places that they'd listen to don't have CD players anymore.
1: Exactly.
0: So so it's like the most places is the car. Most cars don't have CD players anymore. And so, you know, it's one of those things where people would love to, I'm sure people would love to buy it, but where are they going to be able to listen to it?
1: Right. Right. So true.
0: It's one of those things where you just kind of got to pick your battles, I guess. So true. (laughs) So, um, as far as, um, the single goes though, um, what was it about this specific song that you chose for it to be a sing or well for it to release now, that's the better way I want to
1: so that song is just really um man it's kind of like a defining piece for me to be honest like just the sound of it and the message of it is um it's it's like it's like if i could pick any song actually out of anything i've ever recorded Mm -hmm. to be like what's you what's what's me like as an artist like it would be that song and um I've, i've made the leap recently to Um, like it's like I'm also a worship leader like it's like I play in churches and stuff and um, I have had this like artist thing that I've you know always done since Mm -hmm. high school but I've kind of hit it for a while and um, and so it's like I've been kind of slowly releasing music that's um, under like the artist umbrella Mm -hmm. and like jumping back into that and Um, invisible was just a song that, that I'm like, you know, I really believe in the message of it, but I also really love the sound of it. And, um, yeah, it was just, it's a defining piece for me. I've been working with, um, like an artist services person. Um, his name's Dave Taylor. And Mm -hmm. like, he actually has been very encouraging with, um, I call it like my trippy rock music. And, um, like he heard that song and he's like, Oh my goodness. Um, he kind of, he agreed with me and he was just another voice that, that wanted me to release that as soon as possible. So that, um, cause it, honestly, a lot of the stuff I've had on Spotify up to this point has been very, um, very singer songwriter, mm-hmm. like very ballad esque, which is, which is also like a huge part of who I am. But, um, when you see me live, I mean, it's, it's more, it's just more intense and it's more of like a rock show. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I needed something that would be, that would kind of define me in that way and be true to myself. And so, um, we definitely wanted to release that, um, sooner than, than later. And so I'm so happy it got out this year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, so as uh, obviously we're here for a reason to raise awareness and funding for uh, pancreatic cancer yes. research. Um, have you had any personal experiences with family, friends, uh, or lost any loved ones to cancer or pancreatic cancer specifically?
1: Yeah, actually, I almost, when I posted about this on Instagram yesterday, mm-hmm. I almost said something, but um, so my mother-in-law um, and my father actually passed away from cancer. Um, Mm -hmm. it wasn't pancreatic cancer, but it was cancer. And so, um, I've actually been wanting to, you know, for years to figure out ways to give back, you know, so that we can find a cure for this disease. Mm -hmm. And, um, I know both of them, like associate my mother-in-law, I mean, she's really, she was such a, um, crazy story i mean she she got diagnosed with cancer but was just such a trooper um and stage four cancer and lived for eight years oh wow and um really just like right until those last um few months just Mm -hmm. i mean you wouldn't even know that she was so sick and Mm -hmm. um i was just so inspired by her you know to um to just be strong and she she stayed so positive throughout the whole thing and just so very um inspiring. And I mean, like right up until the end, like like I said, like it's like you wouldn't even know. Um, I remember my husband and I would go and visit her. Um and um my father in law we go visit them. And um a lot of times Cindy would be, you know, so busy like cooking like all these meals for us and you know cleaning the whole house. And I mean she loved, she loved just working and Mm. um, being a hard worker. Um, My husband gets that from her. And so I'm really blessed by that. But um, she, she was just so, so inspiring. Um, And um, it's like, I I have coffee every morning, Mm -hmm. and she always um, like at night, she would always talk about how she would like be looking forward to her coffee in the morning. And so, so many times, like when I have my coffee in the morning, um, I think of her because Mm -hmm. she, she's like, Oh, like, I can't wait to have my coffee (laughs) in the morning. And it just taught me to look forward to, um, to my coffee in the morning. Um, and then my father also, um, he, he also passed away from, from cancer. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was, let's see, that was, I think about five years ago and, um, both of them, sadly, like, it's like the cancer was, um, manifested in several different ways. Like, I mean, it it was, it was just everywhere, sadly. And, um, I remember being in the hospital with my dad, like there at the end and the, the doctor's talking about how the cancer was just so aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, it's like, that's, that's a sad thing to hear, you know, but, um, I'm thankful, I'm thankful that, um, got to spend time with both of them, um, just before, before they passed. Um, but anyway, I'm so happy to be here today to, to be able to be a small part of, um, just giving back to, to raise funds for, um, this horrible disease. I'd love for like to see in our lifetime, you know, for us to find a cure. Like, I believe that cures out there. So,
0: yeah, I, I believe so too. It's, um, you know, just to kind of rehash my story uh, yeah. similar, my mom got sick in March. She was diagnosed in March. And then wow. she had a really quick downturn. She was diagnosed at the end of the March and passed away at the beginning of July. So, Wow. Um, they found it really late in the game. Yeah. Um, And we thought originally that we had eight months. We thought, we thought we could make it to, like she was really trying to make it to Christmas, but something like right around the end of May, beginning of June, she just took like a really bad turn and you can kind of tell she had just like, all right, I can't do this anymore type deal because she was doing the chemo treatments and all that stuff. And she was just like, I can't do this anymore. And then from there it didn't take that long. So
1: Wow. That's crap. I'm so sorry, Tom. That's so mm-hmm. sad.
0: You know, it, it was one of those things where she was in a lot of pain for a long time. So it was like, you know, you're not in pain anymore. So yeah. that That's the way I have to look at it now. Totally. So, um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of why we're here is to just share stories and remind people as you're getting or doing your daily things, don't forget to ignore the minor signs because I don't know about, um, a lot of the other cancers, but I know for like pancreatic cancer specifically, there's not a lot of warning signs out there as far as, Oh, Hey, this might be pancreatic cancer. You know, there's just not a lot of that out there. Um, so just, just kind of be aware. And if you're not feeling right, the old adage: "See something, say something." You know, yeah. Go, go get yourself checked out. So that, that's kind Ooh. of the uh, the uh, message that I want to continually drive home today. Um, that's awesome interested in supporting or donating to the pancreatic cancer research fund for PanCan? the links are in the description and pinned in the comment section so if you are interested in donating please do so if you can donate please do so or just feel free to share the video we'd really appreciate that as well so all right well um so let's kind of trans transition back into your music and what you got going on Um, What's the outlook look like for the rest of the year for you? Like, obviously, you're always kind of working on uh, music, but what's the outlook for the rest of the year like?
1: Let's see. So I'm preparing to release. um, So my next single comes out January 14. It's called How to Run. And um, I'm not actually saying anything about it online until after the holidays, just because, like, everybody is in... Um, Thanksgiving mode and then Christmas mode. And since the the song's not a Christmas song, um, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm waiting until like, you know, literally a week before um, to say something about it, like to announce it and do the pre-order and all that. Mm -hmm. But um, in the meantime, like I've been working on, um, I actually did the album art myself this time. um, And that was kind of a, um, since I'm not a graphic designer, it just takes me a long time and um and so it's like i um you know like i mentioned earlier i wanted to be a cartoonist when i um at one point so like i have the eye for it but like to figure out how to um put what's in my head like on the um, paper or like digital piece um, is just a time-consuming process and so i finally have the cover image like the um the the credentials and um i also like did the canvas video um for like spotify um if y'all don't like if listeners don't know what a canvas video is it's just like on spotify there's a little three second video that just replays over and over um and so the rest of this year honestly like it's like i'm just focused on um you know playing live as much as i can Um, i've got a few things coming up through the end of the year and then um, and then just um, also like it's like I've been trying to really um, work on my voice mm-hmm. this year um, I actually started taking voice lessons again mm-hmm. um, and um, my friend Ivory um, is an inc- she's the best voice coach I've, I've ever had I mean I took voice in college and took from a teacher um, you know just at different times but it's like she's just been really amazing and um i've been just really trying to be proactive about um taking my voice to the next level and Mm -hmm. actually being able to sing the things that um i want to sing Mm -hmm. um like i i've been through i guess in the past few years i had kind of settled into this like oh i you know my voice isn't a rock voice um i need to just you know do ballads but the, honestly, the kind of music I write is is rock, and so um, I used that for an excuse for a while. That like, oh, like I need to do this softer music. But um, I just the truth was I just needed to, to work on my voice to be able yeah. to, to do the things I want to do. And um, Tom York, like from Radiohead, has always been a really like big influence for me, like in that area. But he always said, um, or he has a quote somewhere that he says was frustrated that his voice was so pretty like like he wished that his voice was like grittier yeah. but um but it's like that's given me hope as like as someone who has kind of like a pure quality to their mm-hmm. voice that um it's like okay if it's like, like who is like my favorite you know musician in the yeah. world can yeah. have a pretty voice and still sing rock music than i can too so, um but yeah, I'm just, so just planning for my next single um coming out January fourteenth and then just, you know, playing live and then um working on um just working on um getting my voice um to the next level. I think that um you know, every musician can benefit from trying to go to the next level. Like it's like all these people who, you know, are um who do sports for a living, for example, like it's like, they all have coaches mm-hmm. and um, like, it's like, as vocalists, um, I think sometimes many of us, myself included, like up until recently, like it's like we kind of quit having the coach um, too early and we can always benefit from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So as we kind of uh, start wrapping up this, uh, this segment of the interview, um, everybody that comes on the, uh, fundraiser today, this weekend gets one spin of the random question generator.
1: Nice. <laughs> so
0: I I'm going to spin the, uh, random question generator. And, uh, if you're ready, I have your question right here. I'm ready. All right. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? <laughs>
1: I I think I would have super speed, like Sonic the Hedgehog, (laughs) because it's my favorite. (laughs) Nice.
0: Awesome. That makes perfect sense as well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, I want to thank you so much for jumping on. Um, For anybody that wants to check out your new music, anything else you got going on, where's the uh, best place for them to do that?
1: So you can find me everywhere. Um, it's at Kristen Ball Music. Um, and my, yeah, it's just Kristen Ball. And like all my Instagram and um, TikTok and all that is just at Kristen Ball Music
0: everywhere. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. Uh, we will be back in a little bit here with another uh, interview.
1: Thank you, Tom.
0: Yep. Thank you. Have a good day.
1: See
0: you all, right, bye. all right. All right. We will be back here in a little bit.